What's up, guys? Uh, this is the start of the Resell Essential podcast. I am your host, Alexis Montoya. Patrick Kim. And this is the very first episode of the Resell Essential podcast. This is a big milestone for me and Patrick. We've We've been talking about making a podcast for about six months now. Yeah, since we moved in here. Yeah, six months. Yeah. So when we first moved here, it did not look like this. It was strictly our living room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And about three months in, we were like, yo, where are we going to do this podcast? Are we going to have to get an office? Do we need a studio space? And we did not want to do that. <laughs> we, we were like, no. <laughs> we were about to sell our living room set. We were going to sell the TV. Everything. And we were going to strictly turn this into a studio, basically. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we didn't have to do any of that. We kept the couches. We kept our coffee table. And we were like, yo, we can use this as a podcast. We just need to switch it around. We need to make it. Like how we would want it to be, which is like cozy, but at the same time have an aesthetic to it. We had nothing on the walls. It was it was just very, it was boring. Like mm-hmm. you can come in, when you walked in, it was like, all right, I'm about to knock. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we walk in and we're like, mm, let's get to work. And for the past two months, we, two months ago, we got all this equipment. We got the shelves. We put some fire on the shelves and basically brought our living room slash studio to life. And we just, we wanted to make it fire. So that's what we tried to do. We expect to add more things. This is just a start. And this past week, me and Patrick were like, yo, okay, we still have not done a podcast. We have the, we have the equipment we have. Expensive microphones. <laughs> we got the roadcaster. The, the roadcaster. <laughs> we were like, yo, hold up. We spent we spent some bands on this stuff. We got the shelves. We got the art on the shelves. And we were just like, yo, okay. It's time. It's time we, we get serious. But I'm glad we took our time. Because we made it very clear that we did not want to be just another regular podcast. Uh, we wanted to be as professional and as fire as possible. So that's what we want you guys to expect. What type of people should they expect on this podcast? Yeah, so the people uh, that are going to be in later episodes are going to be people that you don't normally see on social media heavy. Um, they're going to be like top dogs, like millionaires, people that are living the lifestyle that we want to live, you know, and they don't, they're really humble, um, and they just keep everything to themselves, but they're, they're happy, uh, they made it, (laughs) and they're doing big things, and there are people that we look up to, they mentor us, they, uh, give us, you know, advice about what we should do, and it's going to be a lot of sauce, A lot. And these type of people are people who don't put out on social media what they... One of my mentors doesn't even have a photo on Instagram. (laughs) 
Doesn't even have a profile picture. Yet, he is a millionaire. APs, Rolex, Porsche, <laughs> Lamborghini, Audi. What else? <laughs> the, like, he, he's him. Yeah. But you wouldn't know. Literally in his bio, I am a boring guy. <laughs> All right. So these type of people that we're going to have on here are, if you know, you know, and we want you to know, and we want to give them a platform where they can come and feel welcomed and feel comfortable about telling what they know. And we're going to have them on here in future episodes. We have a lot of people who have already agreed to supporting. We have a lot of people who want to be on here. And we're excited. Um, and basically, we want to make sure you guys learn something as well. This is not just, you know, just hear about what we do, uh, how we did it. it. No, no, no. It's none of that. We want to give out sauce. And we want you guys to come here every single episode and take something away from every single episode and apply it to your daily life. And that's the... That's the goal. The goal is to not be a boring podcast, to not just have you guys listening about uh, how I made 100000 or how Patrick made 300000 or 5000 no, no, no. We want you guys to learn how Patrick made that, how he turned three hundred to $5,000, how I made my first $100,000, how the people on this podcast became millionaires giving you guys roadmaps, giving you guys step-by-step, not really step-by-step, but like basically the blueprint, the blueprint, the blueprint. And we want you guys to take that and apply it to your daily life. So, um, so yeah, like this first episode, we're excited. We're, we we might not sound like it, but we're excited. We're excited. (laughs) Right. We're, this is something that, um, we've been talking about doing for a long time and we, we were just like, okay, dude, we got to do this. And here we are. So, um, first things first, since this is the resell essential podcast, it's only right for the first episode to be about reselling. Mm -hmm. First question that I have for you, Patrick, why reselling? What, why? Well, before that, let's introduce introduce yourself. Yeah. You know, like, who are you? What, what do you do, Patrick? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. I'm Patrick Kim, one of the hosts here on uh, Resale Essentials Podcast, 22 years old, uh, dropped out of school, um, and I've been reselling for almost the same amount of time as Lex. Uh, we actually met through, you know, middle school and started reselling together, and that's pretty much what I do is I resell, you know, teach people basically just everything I've learned and help them learn it faster. So they don't have to go through all the lessons, all the trial and errors. And, you know, the reason why I dropped out of school was it was something that I wasn't passionate about. I know a lot of people can relate. Um, I I wasn't like a bad student where, you know, I was failing a lot. I just didn't have interest in what I was learning. So I stopped showing up to school and put my full time and energy into something I actually liked doing, which was reselling. So that's a little bit more about myself. So you better hope Mama K don't <laughs> watch this podcast. <laughs> if she hear that, yeah, you might go back to school. <laughs> nah, 
right. Uh, so to introduce myself, my name's Alexis Montoya. I'm 22 years old. Um, I'm a Hispanic entrepreneur. Um, and yeah, like I just been reselling since I was 13 years old. And ever since then, I'm 22 years old now, almost 10 years later. I'm still reselling. I'm still learning. I'm still meeting new people. And uh, I feel like I'm more like an all-around type of guy. I've done a lot of different things. I've done drop shipping. I've done Amazon. Done reselling shoes. I sold to celebrities. Uh, I've traveled the world for reselling. So reselling is definitely has been my foundation. It's what um, has allowed me to invest into a lot of different things like the stock market, crypto, real estate cars so i'm blessed i'm grateful for reselling um it's helped me a lot it's helped patrick a lot and without reselling i wouldn't be where i'm at today so i i definitely do think everyone everyone whether you're a male female whether you're 14 or you're 25 everyone should experience reselling one point in their life um and reselling is as simple as taking this water bottle that i have right here getting it for ten dollars and selling it for twenty dollars boom you're a reseller (laughs) that's how easy it is y'all that's an expensive water bottle (laughs) (laughs) so so like i i genuinely do think reselling is um is great i think everyone should resell and yeah like that's what i want to talk about and um before we did the introduction, I had asked Patrick, um, why reselling? Yeah. So how reselling started for me was basically my my uncle brought home a pair of shoes from a release. It was some royal ones. And I remember seeing them and I was like, damn, like I never seen nice shoes in person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always wore, uh, what are those shoes called? I don't know. I used to wear Heelys, uh, <laughs> Nike socks, different things like that. So when I saw a Jordan in front of me, uh, it just like amazed me. And I remember telling my parents about it, you know, I want this shoe. I want this shoe. But at the time, they didn't want to spend over $100 for a pair of shoes for me. So later on, uh, my birthday passed and my uncle actually decided to, you know, give me a pair of military blue fours. And those were my first Jordan retro ever and I used to wear them all the time I didn't care what I wore with it it was just I had Jordans I Mm. used to wear (laughs) collar t-shirts with some military blue fours (laughs) camo (laughs) camo pants military blue fours it was just (laughs) I had the shoe so you know I was super grateful and you know super blessed to even have a retro at that age and then he got um after some time I didn't you know, want to wear the shoe anymore. He, um, my uncle introduced me to this group, this local Facebook group called ATATF, where you're able to buy, sell, trade, um, shoes. And I actually listed my military blue fours on there and was able to, you know, make money from it, even though <laughs> it wasn't my money, but it was just the fact that I got money for something that I worn a couple of times. And then after that, I started learning more about the game. I saw that Lex was in the group chat as well and a couple of people from middle school. And 
started, you know, actually networking with you. Uh, another person was Sakari. And we used to talk about releases all the time. And young you know, age. Young. So that's really how I got into it. Just like camping out, learning the game at a young age. And it was completely different from where it is now. So, you know, we had to camp out, wait a couple hours, um, do tickets, stuff like that. So that's how I got into reselling. Mm. So I would say for me, um, mine is also like a family member put me on. Um, I used to live in New York before I moved to Atlanta and my cousins, um, my cousins were big into sneakers. So, uh, I already had sneakers. Like my parents, my mom was a sneakerhead back in the day. My dad was a big, he was big into air force ones. So I already kind of knew like, I like shoes. I had retros. Um, I had fire red fives. I had Air Force Ones. Like I was, I was dripped. I had, I had some drip, <laughs> but uh, and, and it is at a young age. I was like twelve years old, eleven years old, and living in New York, everybody you had to have drip. That's just how it is. Right. Till this day, still like that. And my cousins were like maybe sixteen or eighteen at the time, and they had drip, like billionaire boys club, bape, uh, like jeans, nice looking jeans. And I was like, damn, like, I, I just remember being at the apartment one day and my cousin Christopher comes in, he has bags and I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, damn, like that's five. <laughs> I'm like, he got drip. He was wearing some Nike SBs at the time. And I remember the exact colorway. It was, um, yo, now that I think about it, I remember what was in the bags. Um, but it was Nike SB Shanghai's look those up. You can probably find them. They were like some like Olympic SB blazers. They were nice. They were like yellow, red. They were tough. But um, anyway, the shoes that were in the bags were Aqua 8s. Mm. I remember. And I was like, damn. I'm like, yo, he got pairs. <laughs> I was like, yo, I want those. And he was he was flipping them. And, um, and I was just like, yo, like, I want to get into reselling. So being so young, um, my mom, she, she helped me out a lot. Um, she was, she kind of like gave me some money. My grandma gave me some money. Everyone kind of pitched in when I needed money. When I needed money, I could ask my grandparents, my grand, my, my mom, my dad, they would give me bread, but I would like spend it on dumb stuff. So I just remember one time my grandma, she got me some obsidian 12s. And I ended up selling them after a couple wears, a lot of wears, actually. And then I still made money. Like, it was obviously 100% profit, mm -hmm. but I didn't look at it as profit. I looked at it like as, like, a foundation to use to make more money. Mm -hmm. So that's why I sold them. And then um, it, it it just sparked. I was like, dang, like, those were beat. And I still made 200-something <laughs> dollars. Like, those were beat. Facts. And I was <laughs> like, all right, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. So being young, I really didn't have no expenses. I didn't know anything about business, nothing. All I knew growing up, I remember like, what was your dream job? Like people, like you know, like uh, when you go to school, they would ask like, oh, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> Write a paragraph yeah, about like, what you want to be. Like my, my thing, I never wanted to be like at one point I wanted to be like a cop or something. But <laughs> like 
I, I was just like, yo, you know what? I want to be a businessman, like, because the suits and, like, the money, the Ferrari, the Lambo, all that interests me. So I just wanted to be a businessman. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And reselling was kind of like that pathway to becoming a businessman. Like, a lot of people didn't see it like that, but I saw it like that at a young age. So I just started flipping at the at a young age, 13 years old, like Patrick camping out, doing raffles, meeting people. I was in ATATF as well. And I was just doing it at a young age. Like till this day, I know a lot of people who have known me for a long time because of reselling. Mm -hmm. And they see what I'm doing now and they see like, oh, damn, like, you know, that's what's up. You know what I mean? And they've known me since I was like 14, 15 years old. No cap. But um, but yeah, like that's basically what I was doing. That's why I chose reselling. That was what sparked me into getting into the game. And today I'm 22 years old and I'm still reselling. Like I still buy and sell shoes. Um, but yeah. So other than that, rather than why reselling, why do you think people, so if you're listening right now and you've never resold anything, talk to those people. Why should they resell in 2021? Okay. Like so, a, a lot a lot of things have changed. Yeah. So go crazy. So with the reselling, it's... It's really simple. Like, don't overthink it. Really, all it is is what Lex was explaining with the water bottle. You take something that you own, or you could take any product, literally, and be able to post it on any other platform and make a profit off of it. Um, the reason why I think we, like, were fascinated and interested in it was how fast the money was coming in. And it's just a having that product that already has a demand for it. Like you don't have to do any marketing really. <laughs> you don't have to pay to run ads on it. It's literally like if you have the product, people find out it. somehow. Yeah. And they'll buy it and yeah. they'll pay the price. Yeah. And it's like literally having, you know, like shoes. When it comes to shoes, everyone wants drip. Like we see it every day. Like Especially today. Today, I oh, feel yeah. like it's 10 times more easier to sell drip than it was when we were in high school, middle mm -hmm. school. You're seeing, I, I remember going out, uh, I think last week, and I was with a couple of friends, and I was just looking at everyone's feet, whatever, not to be weird. They <laughs> <laughs> got a foot fetish, <laughs> But He's a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people had drip, like a lot, like... Everyone had dunks. Everyone had <laughs> fragments. I don't know fragments. how. I don't know how they had fragments, but everyone. Or most uh, people. Most no. Most I, people. I saw like five pairs of fragment Travis Scotts. Oh, um, what the? And people wearing Cartier glasses. You know, <laughs> jewelry. And it's crazy because when we grew up, and we live in Atlanta. Oh yeah. So so you know like, people when they step out like they're trying to make a statement. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> but it's crazy because a lot of people are more into, you know, having drip, having that, you know, that nice picture on Instagram rather than worrying about their actual priorities. Yeah, like we look at drip as assets. Mm -hmm. People look at drip as drip. <laughs> like, yeah. Like if you got it like that, yeah. you got it like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But 
if you don't got it like that and you're trying to flex, you don't need a guy. <laughs> you don't yeah, need to have it like you that. You don't need, you don't <laughs> deserve yet to have it like that. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, I love shoes. Like, just nice things in general. I like nice things. Like, I said earlier, like, I've been had drip. <laughs> and we were talking about this earlier. Like, some people, you know, they buy drip as trophies. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something like to reward themselves. Like I've done that before. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've bought certain things to reward myself, but where are those things now? Like they're gone. You know yeah. what I mean? I sell them because it comes to a point where I'm just like, it's just drip. You know what I mean? Like I don't even wear shoes. You guys like don't get it. I have a small, very small collection, but there was a point where my collection was like, 30, 30 pairs of shoes. I'm talking about every Jordan one. I'm talking about bread ones, royal ones, gold toes, bread toes, shadows. Like, I had Jordan ones. I had Jordan threes. I had fours. I had drip. <laughs> like, but now I'm kind of just like, yo, like, drip is cool. And I definitely keep a selected amount of things. But I don't go crazy. But, yeah, yeah, sorry to cut you off. You, you were saying Nah, you're good. Um, but I think it's just the fact that we've been doing it for so long and we've noticed that like the drip doesn't get you really anything yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? Like we know the value of how much things go for. So it's like, why would I keep this than having more bread in my pockets? Yep. So yep. And that's why I say, like, they're like assets. Um, When it comes to sneakers, when it comes to clothing, it's good to have them. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's definitely better to sell it for a profit. So that's why I say reselling is the best thing to do. Like Patrick just said, you don't have to run ads. You don't have to do any of that. The product sells itself. And people are out there always buying the product. What they do with the product, I don't care. I just want my money. Facts. And if I paid 160 and I'm selling it for 250, I'm taking that. You know what I mean? All day. <laughs> so like, cool. What should I? Would I rather keep the shoe just to say I have the shoe, or would I rather take the money and get more shoes mm-hmm. and keep doing that, keep doing that, and keep doing that? Like, it. it I just like money. And I I said this to Patrick earlier today. I'm like, I genuinely do think I love the art of reselling. Like, I do enjoy buying something and selling it for more. That's the fact. Like, I like doing that. Mm -hmm. I like making money. Um, And, yeah, it's a little tiring sometimes, whatever. But I like doing it. So it is what it is. But, um, okay, so I guess my take into it was uh, the question was, why does someone get into reselling, right? Yeah. I kind of explained it. Like, it's easy. It's lucrative. And the products sell themselves. Mm-hmm. Whether you're reselling sneakers or maybe in a in a future episode, we'll dive deeper into, like, Amazon, eBay, and all, like, selling miscellaneous products. But right now, let's just talk about, like, sneakers and stuff. Those products sell themselves. They're profitable. And if you can get your hands on the product, Sell it. Don't keep it. There's been times where I see some of my friends are like, I want to keep it, you know, whatever. But it, it's not it. Like, it's not it. So, 
Um, other than that, what's another what's another topic you want to go over today? Um, you know, out of all the years that we've you know gotten to reselling, did it for a while. What are like the pros and cons about it? Pros and cons about reselling. Hmm. I would say pros. Pros being one that is lucrative is very easy to to grow your capital quickly. Mm-hmm. If let's just say you have a hundred dollars, you could spend let's say eighty, like dunks. Dunks right now are like eighty bucks, right? Yeah. Grade school, men's is like a hundred, whatever. You have a hundred dollars, you buy a dunk, and dunks normally go for like one fifty to like three fifty. Yeah. So. Boom, right there, you just turn $100 into 150 to $200, whatever. You take that $200, you go buy another product, boom, you make that to 250 So it's like a domino effect. Like, I feel like it's very easy to to build your capital. Like, I remember being young, and we both texted each other one time when we both made our first $1,000. Like, when we first had our first $1,000 in the bank. Yeah, that was lit. Like, I remember <laughs> that. And it was like a milestone. It was like, yo. We just resold our way to our first band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it was like, all right, bet five bands next. Like, and that's exactly what we did. Like, it was very easy and quick. So I feel like a, the pros would be that it's lucrative. You can you can build capital. Um, what else? You get to meet great people. And a pro for me, I would say, and for you, we've been able to travel because of reselling. Mm-hmm. I would have never went to London if it wasn't for reselling. I would have never went to California multiple Chicago. times. Chicago, Miami, Houston, Texas, like Dallas, Texas. There's been a lot of places I've gone to because of reselling. So those are some pros. Cons? Mm, I mean, nowadays you have a lot of like apps that... Uh, you can use, but I would say like meeting, like dealing with like certain people. Mm, I already know where you're going. Like <laughs> dealing with people who want it, but they don't got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they want the product, but like they know damn well they don't have the money. Oh, uh, I was thinking something else. Okay. Oh, oh but that too. Yeah. I, I already know what you're talking about. Like dealing with the people who have the product, <laughs> but don't want to sell the product. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Those type of people. That are just, I don't want to curse, but they're just bad people. (laughs) (laughs) They're just mean. They're mean people, and you have to deal with them because it's just part of the game. Like, yeah, I don't want to dive too deep, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. there's some things that make me go, like, clench my fist sometimes. But it's nothing crazy. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. And that goes with everything, like. It's not just reselling shoes. Like, there's definitely times where I've sold on Amazon before. And you have to deal with people who don't want to sell you the product for some reason. I don't know why. And they just put a bad title on resellers. Yeah, they just don't like resellers. Like, I don't understand why. But, yeah, those those are some cons. Other than that, I don't really have a lot of cons when it comes to reselling. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's tiring. It's part of the game. Yeah. Jobs like, are tiring. Yeah, jobs are tiring. School's tiring. And everything's tiring. Like, yeah. It, it, you want to make money, you got to do it. So that's really it. What about, what about you? You have any pros and cons? Um, Pros and cons. Uh, Pros would be 
that how we used to see it, it used to be a side hustle, but now, you know, people that we've met ourselves live off of it now. Mm-hmm. So times have definitely changed. Um, it's one of the biggest industries to get into. Easiest is growing industry. It's yeah. a billion dollar industry right now. That's a pro. Um, another thing is you don't need to have crazy clientele to make money in this industry. Um, there's already platforms made for you. And like we said before, the product sells itself. There's always a demand. Um, you're able to network with other individuals that have the same mindset as you. Not only that, but you get to, you know, network with people that, um, take reselling and use it towards something else. Like we know people that have used reselling to, you know, start up their own business that they're passionate about. Um, for us, we've been able to travel, you know, buy the nice things that we like off of reselling. Um, another thing I, well, I'll go into cons is dealing with people. Um, but that's just how the world works. You deal with people all the time. Um, not tiring. (laughs) Um, there's not really a lot of cons. I would say one con, but it's just the game itself is that a lot of resellers are greedy. Mm. Mm. But I'm not going to go in five, $10 greedy. Yeah, five ten dollar greedy, like, yeah, but like, just sell that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it for pros and cons from like what I've learned from the whole thing. Mm, okay, yeah, so we went over why reselling, pros and cons of reselling. Um, I feel like one thing we should go over real quick is like, like you brought this up actually, like what what reselling has been able what 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 we've been able to do with the money that we've made from reselling mm-hmm. and what some we have students uh for those of you guys that don't know we have a program online program over 800 students now and we we've helped a lot of them a lot of them make their first six figures their first seven fi- seven oh shit <laughs> yeah seven <laughs> figures um and I feel like a lot of them are all, everyone's reselling for a different reason. Uh, shout out to Edwi, Ed, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie. That man's reselling so he can pay off his doctor's degree, right? Mm. A PhD. Mm-hmm. And like respect, like everyone has a different, he's not doing it for a living. He's doing it because only do I have to do it, but I enjoy doing it. And he actually has a job, a cool job too, that has to do with reselling. And, um, and yeah, he kills it. Like everyone has a different reason why they resell. And I I find that like amusing, like it's cool because they go hard and they make a lot of money doing it. And, um, I feel like that's one thing I want to go over real quick is like reselling has allowed me to invest into the stock market, the crypto market, real estate. Uh, what else? Cars. Cars. What else? Uh, the podcast, <laughs> like all of this stuff has lifestyle, lifestyle. Yeah. It came from reselling and, um, without reselling, like I wouldn't be here today. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other people who could say the same. So if you're contemplating on reselling, I'm not going to, this podcast isn't made for you like shove reselling down your throat, but, um, we want you guys to 
realize, hey, look, I should give this a try because if they've been able to do all these things, if some of their students have been able to do all these things, maybe I can do this too. So I can go out and do what I want to do. And there's actually a, a quote. I don't know who told me this, but they said, do what you, sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do so you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Like you got to go out here, you got to make this bread. So then you can go and put that money towards something that you really want to do, something that you're really uh, passionate about. Whether we got a couple friends who want to be chefs, got a couple friends who want to design, mm-hmm. and they've all resold at one point in their life. You know what I mean? You got a couple people who are in real estate, have resold before in the past. So take the time, try it, and you you let let it. Let's see where it takes you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Use it as a vehicle. We're not saying it's the final destination. Yeah. But a lot of the people that we know, us, um, we use it as a vehicle to get to, you know, the bigger picture of what we want in life. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this uh, podcast up. We didn't want to make this podcast too long. It's just the very first podcast. I appreciate you guys for if you listen to this. I, I thank you facts like big thank you this is um me and patrick like i like we said earlier this is something we've been talking about for six months now uh i've been on previous podcasts before and i'm like man like i wish that was my podcast like i wish i was the one talking i wish i got to speak ask more. questions yeah you know what i mean like i'm excited for this so if you guys made it this far please go ahead and subscribe um, leave us a five-star review. Let us know if you're excited about the podcast. Let us know what you guys want to see. Let us know who you want to hear from. Uh, if you have any idea, any topics you want us to go over, questions, questions, concerns, anything you want to hear about why Patrick dropped out of college, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. We might have his mom on here as a guest. Crazy. <laughs> All right. All right. So, look, look, look. again, real shit. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. I appreciate you guys for listening. This is the Resell Essential Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Alexis Montoya. Patrick Kim. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace.